you stand in reverence as we read this morning from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6? Jesus is speaking and says, Pray then in this way, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. This is the word of God for the people of God. So I want to start with a poll of sorts this morning. I think everybody can answer this. I'll just ask for a raise of hands. I'll put the question in your outline. How many of you eat some kind of food every day? All right, pretty much all of us are on board with that. How about several times a day? How about too many times a day? (laughs) Some of us do that. Well, we're focusing on daily bread. Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray, and he includes this line to God, give us this day our daily bread. Now, when Jesus is teaching this in the first century, it's an agrarian society around the Mediterranean. Daily subsistence is a literal thing, whether or not there's going to be enough food every day was a real need for many. We would call it food insecurity today, those without enough food, so that the question comes up all too often in their lives, will will there be enough to feed everyone today? What a difficult way to live. And so there is that literal need for daily bread that we just talked about a little bit in terms of bringing snacks for others who are in that place. Most of us are not in that place. We don't worry about will there be enough food today or tomorrow. We have storage, of course, so we can store things much longer in ways that they did not have in the first century. Most of us are not counting on our own personal harvest to feed us. We're going to run to the grocery store or through the drive through anytime we get hungry and want something to eat. So I'm going to focus on daily bread in a spiritual sense. So back to the poll, how many of you eat some kind of spiritual food every day? It's a little bit harder for some of us to raise our hands on that one. How about several times a day? We come here every week, most of us, to be fed to be nourished spiritually. It's wonderful when we do come and pray and sing and greet one another and listen for God's word and experience God's presence with us on a weekly basis. But it might be even better if we were nourishing ourselves daily, if we were taking in some spiritual nourishment every day might be even better. So if you're not feeding yourself well or nourishing your soul or getting spiritual nourishment every day, what might you do? Let's explore a few ideas this morning while we're here. The Jews have a practice that I like, which involves them remembering their key commitments to God as they come and go from their house. They use something called a mezuzah. You may have heard of this. It's like a little decorative box. You may have even seen them in a friend's home or television. Often when they come and go, they touch the box. 
Inside the box is a little parchment or a little scroll with scripture written on it. They use a variety of different biblical texts, but the one that's used most often is the Shema, which is the Hebrew word for hear or listen. You can find it in Deuteronomy chapter 6. I'm going to read you a few of those verses of what they put in the mezuzah. It goes like this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, or sometimes it says in some translations, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These are instructions from Moses for the children of Israel. They go on in the next verse. Keep these words that I'm commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. So the mezuzah is fulfilling that last little phrase there of posting these words, these commandments this scripture on the doorpost as a reminder as you come and go that you are a child of God, you are a beloved child of God, and you are in a relationship with God that's supposed to change all other relationships and that you've made a commitment to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I had an opportunity to go to Israel just before COVID. We didn't know COVID was coming. We went in February, a group of about 50 of us from the church. It was a wonderful trip, but we heard while we were there, there's a group from Korea that has gotten some kind of viruses making them all sick. We didn't have a name for it yet. We began to hear about it each day a little more. This virus is spreading. We were able to get on the plane and come back to the States. None of us were exposed to COVID. But we'd only been back about two weeks before it was all across the United States, and we were closing the church. We had no idea what was happening. But while we were in Israel, lots of places selling little souvenirs, and in some places they're selling mezuzahs. My wife Mary and I bought one and put it on our back door where we come and go the most. So when we're coming and going, we're reminded of commitments we've made to love the Lord our God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And as Jesus said it, coupled it with that verse from Leviticus, and love your neighbor as yourself. Some days when I'm coming or going, I pause, I see the mezuzah, I touch it, and I say those words in my mind. But other days I'm in a hurry and I don't even see it. I just rush out the back door and I'm gone. And I've forgotten all about any commitment to God or care or love for my neighbor. But Deuteronomy reminds us it's good to have something as we come and go from our home that connects us with God, that helps us in a daily way, in an ongoing way, develop a deeper, more intimate relationship with God. Do you have something like that in your life? This is one practice 
putting something on your door frame or your doorpost or placing something in your home that's a visual reminder of your connection to God. There's a second idea here in Deuteronomy where it says recite these commandments, recite them when you lie down and rise up. Many of us were taught to pray and children when we're going to bed others have routines where when they get up first thing in the morning they read a devotional or read a passage of scripture say some prayers or spend some quiet time listening for God to speak do you have anything like that in your life where when you lie down or when you rise up you're intentionally focusing on God reading some scripture, saying a prayer, talking with God, listening for God. Those kind of routines shape and form us and strengthen our faith. And when we're missing those, we're missing out on ways that we might receive strength and help from God's provision. For those with children, Deuteronomy has another idea, recite them to your children. And our children this month at church are studying the Lord's Prayer in Sunday school classes and in their chapel time, just like we're talking about it here. Our youth are doing the same. We can help them learn this prayer and know how important it is. But even more effective is if you have children in your home that you're helping them learn about faith as well and learn about God and learn that they are a beloved child of God and to learn a prayer or a way to communicate or talk with God recite them to your children a fourth idea in the Deuteronomy passage is to carry something with you in the Deuteronomy passage it literally says have something on your hand or your forehead on that same trip to Israel we got to go to the wailing wall or the western wall the wall of prayer I bet you've seen video or pictures of it before lots of people come there every day to pray some of them in the jewish faith from this passage you'll see wrapping their hands with leather sometimes all the way up to their elbow a leather strap a reminder of the commandments and the commitment that they have in their faith others of them have on headbands with a little box it's an emblem on their forehead to remember who they are and whose they are and what commitments they've made. It's a visual reminder not just to them but to others of their faith and of their commitment to God. Not a lot of us are wearing headbands with little boxes with scripture in it or even wrapping our arms with leather straps. But I know lots of people that carry keys and on their keychain have a little cross. I've got one on my keys. So when I'm paying attention and I pull my keys out and I see the cross, I'm reminded of some deeper commitments and to take a moment and listen for God or to speak to God. It's another way to practice our faith, to live it out every day. 
It's a way to keep this relationship with God alive and to keep the best of God's promises and guidance before us in our own daily lives. It's a way to receive the daily bread that we pray about in the Lord's Prayer. I also have a practice of each morning reading a single verse of scripture for my daily focus i keep it really simple it's just going to be a phrase like live by the spirit god forgives us god loves us it's a way to remind myself of who i am and who god is and what i want to focus on sometimes i turn it into a affirmation or a commitment statement where I'm going to say I'm going to sow goodness today or I'm going to spread joy or I'm going to greet this day with love in my heart it's a way to start my day with a healthy target and then something to come back to during the day again and again or particularly if something gets me off track and I'm frustrated or angry or out of sorts just stopping for a moment and repeating a positive verse of scripture can change everything so that's five practical ways that we can have daily bread alive in our lives five ways to receive daily bread from God's provisions for us can simply choose one or more that might work for you maybe you already have this taken care of and you have a great routine i'll just tell you from my years in ministry when i talk to people in congregation lots of people struggle with the consistency of their faith with this regular routine way to build spiritual strength and spiritual health people struggle with having practices that nourish their own soul or spirit. The Deuteronomy passage gives us lots of different simple ways we can begin to build the routine, build the ritual into our lives that can make a difference for us. And of course, this passage says our daily bread. Give us today our daily bread, just like we prayed for our Father as Reverend Hamilton reminded us, it's not just me and God or me and Jesus. It is that, but it's more than that. It's our Father. And we're praying for our daily bread, which means God might be using us to be bread for someone else. And so when we strengthen our life through spiritual practices, it gives God a different kind of tool to bless others through us as we pray these things and practice them as we go about our daily living. Finally, the question really is, will you let this prayer of Jesus sustain you? Will you find a way in your own life to break out some time every day to be with God? set aside some time to let God feed you to provide you with daily bread when we pray the prayer we ask for it but sometimes we just don't make time to receive it 
We're passing out some prayer cards with the Lord's Prayer and a couple of different versions. They're on the counters if you don't have one as a way to begin to pray this prayer every day. I've told you I'm setting my alarm on my phone to go off at noon so that every day I'm reminded in the middle of the day to pray that. I invited you to pray that with me. Often I'm alone in my office on weekdays, but this last week I had a number of meetings. I found myself in meetings at noon and my alarm goes off. And all of a sudden I'm reminded and saying to those with me, can we stop a moment and say the Lord's Prayer? I've made a commitment to do that every day. And they're glad to do that with me. What will you do? What will your daily bread look like? What kind of commitment will you make so that you might receive more spiritual nourishment in your own life? Because I think it works like this. I put it at the bottom of your outline. It is not what you do one day, but what you do most days that shapes you. Amen. And thanks be to God.